When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Doing a Friday show here. Got up really early for 20 this morning, and uh, we're rocking and rolling. We're streaming live on Instagram, the big guy, Ryback22. Thank you guys for watching the live stream of the show over there. If you want to be a part of this show, swing on over to Twitter Spaces at Ryback. If you want to subscribe to the, to the Twitter account, you're more than welcome to. It's not mandatory to be part of this show, but your support is always greatly appreciated over on Twitter's, uh, Twitter on there. And we're over at Ryback TV live each and every time, guys, here, where you guys are the co-host of the show along with Twitter Spaces. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions goes, health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything in between. Super chats are always greatly appreciated and a great way uh, to get your question onto the show here through YouTube. Streaming on Facebook at Ryback Reeves, live as well, and Twitch at Ryback Rules. Debating at some point in time, doing a one day a week. I'm thinking about getting an old school, one of those retro systems and doing all the games I used to love as a kid, like one day a week, and just bullshitting on Twitch, and where I could do that long term, and uh, just one day a week, though, and try to add that in. I'm thinking about it, because I was trying to think about the video games. Somebody mentioned it, and I go, I'm not really – I don't really care about any of the new games. I'm not going to go in, but, like, the old school games, because I would really enjoy that. And I watch sometimes people on TikTok and stuff play the old school games just for a little bit. It brings a nice little, you know, trip down memory lane with it. And uh, so so we'll see. We'll see about that. But I've been thinking about that more and more because I do have the Twitch channel, and even though it's all all jacked up, but, you know, we'll see what happens on that. This show is available on all podcast platforms iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. Guys, if you could please swing over to iTunes if you listen on that platform and leave a star rating and write out a review. Uh, thank you very much. Let's get those numbers up even higher. And we're getting some coming in. Let's get even more, get this show moving up the charts. Uh, we are overall listening to one of the top listen shows overall, streaming on six, five platforms live. And then it goes out on the audio um, live. It used to be six, but we removed TikTok to to the cussing. They, they do not allow any cussing and it makes it very difficult on there for me. They even just talking about regular things, it's the, the rules on there are, are not quite the same as everywhere else. So, and uh, so I just try not to, uh, to ruffle any feathers because that, that account is completely dead over there. And we've talked about that from what it was. So, and I'm working on it. We send in requests every week and uh, it's, it's going to, it's going to warrant a trip at some point. And even though I don't think they're going to talk or let me in, but 
it is what it is. We're gonna we got to keep trying. You do nothing, nothing happens. You keep trying, something eventually could happen, and uh, and that's what I'm holding on to with that, with everything. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women. He, she, and thee on Feed Me More. Dot com new customers can save 30% discount code ryback30 returning customers can save 20% discount code feedme20 you get a free premium black feed me more nutrition hungry shaker bottle with your orders twitter spaces i'm sorry you cannot see the shaker bottle but i'm drinking my delicious finish it bca electrolyte pump matrix cotton candy flavor also available in raspberry lemonade on there as well but check that out guys we got all the merch the feed me more shirts the hungry shirts Everything, Team Ryback, feedmemore.com. UK Chili Queen, hello, hello. UK Chili Queen, you should uh, you should go over on Twitter, UK Chili Queen, on Spaces. Just go to my account and listen to the live Spaces. You could actually, we take in calls here from Spaces. You could actually hop on the show real quick. Because tonight, you guys, me and the UK Chili Queen and Johnny Scoville are going to be doing a, 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 an episode of Ryback Has Heat here on Ryback TV, 7 p.m. Pacific time. So make sure you tune into the channel live, 7 p.m. Pacific. And if there's any updates, I'll let you know. But that's right now what we're going at, where we're going to do the launch party of my new Ryback Pepper Slam Chug Challenge presented by League of Fire. Guys, it's worth five points for everybody, all the chili heads out there with it. And uh, this is this is the real deal. And it's the first of, of, of three in the series. And uh, I really, really... I'm looking forward to doing this. It, it, it is definitely hot. It's not the, it's not as hot as it can be. And we're going to go, this is really hot. It's going to get even hotter. And then it's going to be scorching with it. But it, essentially you get on camera, you, you do your video. This is, and we're going to be doing it tonight and explaining everything. And it comes with a disclaimer on the website and the rules and, and all that jazz. But in the grand scheme of things, it, it ultimately comes down to you turn on your camera, you, you open the bottle on the camera, and you show everybody your mouth. Ah, la, 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 la. Make sure everything is good to go. You're not lining your mouth with any any special any special lining, all banana coated mouth or whatever the hell you're doing. All you little tricksters out there. And uh, you essentially just chug the bottle. You'd want to pour it in a shot glass. Be my guest. But it, I recommend just chugging it straight from the bottle. Blah 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 blah. blah bam. You got to do a four minute afterburn with it to show. And if you see if you're tough enough to handle the heat. And uh, this is my version of the Pocky One Chip Challenge. League of Fire is well known with the UK Chili Queen and Johnny Scoville. Heat legends, ladies and gentlemen. Heat legends. You've seen me do the hottest things in the world. These people are, are, are professionals. I am just an amateur. They are actual professionals who are, one, have a very high natural tolerance, which I would say I have a high natural tolerance, but they are off the charts and through years and years and years of competitions and practice in testing and pushing themselves, they could do things that very few people on this planet could actually do. And I would actually say that the the stuff that like UK Chili Queen and Johnny Scoville do, and there's a, there's a group of them out there. There's a small group that can do really, really ridiculous high levels of, of heat in insane amounts. Uh, is is it's, it's it's essentially like making it in pro wrestling at the highest level. Be, you know what I mean? And but with them, there's there's less of them than anyone because I'm telling you and I've done this and it, it, I, I've, I've it's put me down a few times with it. It is it is. 
it's something that 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 you got to really, really have a, a mental toughness for, and uh, to really challenge yourself. And, and this isn't the hottest. This is this is this is in the in between one with it. So, but if you want to test yourself, test yourself with your friends and see just how tough you are. Who's the toughest one in your group? Get it. Try it online. Tag me. I'll share your video with everybody, guys. The Ryback Pepper Slam Chug Challenge. Here, it's jalapeno based. But we've also got the the nine million um, the what is it the nine million uh, Scoville heat unit extract in it, so it is it, it's it's intense. But it it is jalapeno based with, with that nine million uh, Scoville heat unit extract. Leagueoffire.com. The link is in my IG stories as well, guys. There you go. We'll be doing that tonight. It also comes with guys. I will just up front. It comes with two trading cards as well. We'll show that the League of Fire or two Ryback, one of Ryback has heat and one Ryback wrestling photo with that there, guys. It does come to with two limited edition collector cards with it as well at uh, leagueoffire.com. And uh, we're rocking and rolling, baby. Just launch. It's available right now. You guys can go buy it over at leagueoffire.com. And uh, we'll be doing that challenge tonight. And I'll be getting that up on all the social media accounts. And then uh, Phoenix and the gals. Phoenix also wants to do a video with me and maybe maybe me, her, Alexis Fox, and we'll see what other ones. Uh, Christy Mack is in Vegas as well. You know how the big guy rolls with that. And uh, we, we may be doing a, a nice little hot sauce challenge as well with the girls. But this is, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. But I'm, you guys know I'm a big believer of like showing that that overcoming the injuries that I've told you nobody has ever overcome before. Toot toot, and uh, it is it is in part to my mindset and mental toughness that has allowed me to overcome that stuff. And I've done the hottest things in the world. I stopped for quite a while. I made my point, but I'm back. The big guy's back and better than ever. So let's rock and roll. Good to see all of you. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I'm just taking a look over at Ryback TV before we start getting to some of the Twitter spaces here, some of the guests that call in. If you guys want to come on the show, just hit that request button with everything. Megan, good to see you again. Megan? Yeah, and I, Megan, I wasn't trying to make you feel bad yesterday. I was just pointing out, like I said on the tweet, that, that you know, I saw that you have 60 followers. Megan replied to one of my tweets that had like 4,500 impressions. Um, with my 1.3 and a half million followers, Megan just replied to my tweet and got almost 9,000 impressions and she has 60 followers. And I just, it literally was right there and I screenshot it. I go, this is the perfect example to show people. This is what being suppressed looks like with it. Just so you could see with it. And just imagine seven years of that. And it's like, you could come up with any excuse that you want. It is right there for you to see. And, uh, it, it is, and it, Megan should get all the impressions in the world. Everybody should with it. But when you have as big of a following, you should also you should also get a lot of impressions. And uh, it is severely being held back. It hurts everything that I do. It has hurt me financially, professionally, from a brand standpoint, a perception standpoint. And it is it is beyond. I, I'm just sick and tired of it. And I, I don't think there's anybody I've tried talking behind the scenes with them before I ever went public with it. They are not helping me. They won't answer questions. They will not. They will not. They just close cases right away. I open a case, they close it. I open a case, they close it. We send a list of questions over. They won't answer with it. We have no violations. So I'm beyond frustrated 
But I know we have a guest on that wanted to come on today too, that said he had some suggestions and, uh, and I'm curious, I know his name was Chance. I don't see him in here yet. Hopefully he pops in uh, during the show and uh, we can get, no, Chance is here now. I see Chance. We're actually going to start off with this because it's, it's re very relevant. Let's get Chance on the show and, and see what he has to say about all this social media bullshit. Chance, welcome to the Ryback Show. What's going on, bud? Hey, what's going on, big guy? I just want to say, first off, I'm a huge fan. Um, I like, you know, what you've done in the ring and in in your wrestling career, but I also respect you as a businessman and what you're building. And I think it's great that you're, uh, you know, have, have something else uh, just besides your wrestling career. Thank you very much. And it was, it was something I learned while in WWE, making those long car rides and listening to business books. And uh, I found out what else, what I was passionate about from a business standpoint. And I've always had an entrepreneur mindset, even when I was younger and, uh, and I've talked about on here. And so I, I'm very fortunate. I've learned how to, how to make money without just my body, which was very necessary, obviously with my injuries. So thank you very much. Yep, maybe uh, sometime in the future you can get into, you know, helping other athletes make that make a transition or create side businesses so they're not just focused on that that one income. Absolutely, I think that's and it's very important. And that's one of the reasons. And I wanted my brand from the very beginning, and and I ended up getting it and everything I created and in learning how to market yourself. And in, in this day and age with social media, it is uh, it is, and that it's part of the reason why I'm very frustrated. What's going on with me? Because I I can tell you it is it is it is financially that they have cut me off completely almost from everything that I built up and it is uh, it's not right with, with what's going on but I, I I can't stop I know I'm going to get it all back and it's like pulling back a slingshot of just building 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 and it's eventually going to get released and it, and it's gonna and everything's going to catch back up but it's uh you know it, it's you as an athlete whether an entertainer anything it's very important. To, to own your brand and to also, or to know how to market yourself while you're active and, and post-career. Yep. And, you know, I, I don't have any doubts at all that, uh, that your accounts are being suppressed as someone who deals with, uh, social media and social media marketing, digital marketing, all that stuff. Um, and knowing, you know, somewhat how the, how the algorithms work. Yep. Just looking at your account and looking at all the activity, it's clear that you, you know, that you're being suppressed in, yep. in a lot of ways. And um, I, I had a couple of suggestions I've been testing out on my own account as well, because as you know, with Twitter, um, recently with Elon Musk taking over and whenever, not to get political, but whenever Donald Trump left, a lot of users left with him. Whenever Elon Musk bought, bought Twitter, a lot of Twitter users came back. And a lot of Twitter users left because of that that purchase. So what I noticed is I had a whole lot of inactive accounts on my, you know, just people that have left. And since I've, I've been deleting those inactive users, my uh, reach has went up quite a bit. Yeah, no, I don't doubt that one bit. You know, this has been going on since 2016 with me, though on it and obviously i've talked about wwe sending the the legal forms over for me to give them my twitter account amongst other social media uh with an nda and they were denied and then shortly thereafter is when all my problems began and i've been trying to fight this and i can't get any answers and 
you know, it's, you know, even the block, you know, Elon talked about too, that they're going to do away with the block, with the block feature and, and maybe lessen it to something like a mute. Cause I think people getting blocked charges Twitter from what I understood of what I was reading, that they lose money when people block people on, on the platform. However, that works with them. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure from that standpoint, a technical standpoint, but I, I could tell you what happened with my account just yesterday is I went in and because I almost have 19,000 accounts blocked. I think it's at 18,700 and something. And that's been, I've had that account for 14 years or whatever. It's been the Twitter account. They, when I announced yesterday and I actually tagged Elon and the Linda, the other, the woman that took over for him. And uh, I tagged them and I go, is there any way to, to do a mass unblocking? Cause I had heard, I wanted to see if that was tricky or, um, triggering the algorithm to further suppress the account on top of whatever else is going on. And I, I was able to access my blocked users account yesterday. I, I was able to see all of them. I actually started manually unblocking some. I think I might have unblocked like maybe 200 on there. And then I went back. I only had time to do that. Did the Ryback show, talked about it. I went on after the show to go back and I was going to go unblock some more people. And I now don't have access to my block list, oddly. And they won't, it just shows that little red warning. It, it doesn't show any names. So I can't actually unblock anybody with it. And I go, yep. and I don't, and I, I put out a tweet yesterday. Nobody else had that problem that, that responded to the tweet, but it's just something very odd going on with the account in general that I can't, and they've, they've admitted I've been restricted for, I was restricted for four or five years with no violations. They wouldn't tell me why they just continuously said on good behavior, your account will be restored. Never was. And then finally, the attorney got involved. They unlocked it. They said everything was fine. It was good for one day. Went back to getting some posts. I got, you know, in the six figures on impressions. And then instantly another 24 hours went right back to how it was again. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely noticeable for sure, you know, from just someone who, who deals with that on a, on a daily basis. And I'm, I never really focused on Twitter, I always used it more of a uh, news source, mm -hmm. but I think that, uh, you know, definitely it looks, it appears that you're definitely being suppressed and your, you know, your reach is being suppressed. Cause like you said, whenever a uh, podcast like Jim Cornette or, you know, any other podcast or dirt sheets mention you, then their, their reach is a lot more, Yes, but, and, and they have less followers, but I would I would just check into that, like just uh, delete some of your inactive users, people. Let me ask you, how would you find out who's an inactive user in on that? As far as on that end, so uh, I mean, it, it's kind of a, a manual process, especially having 1.3 million followers, yeah. like you do. But you just go through, and you know, you don't want to delete 500 in a day or anything. But you know, just 20, 30 people a day, just go through there see who hasn't been tweeting and who, who hasn't been active for a few years and delete those. Just you have but to I, do it from a computer. But you how would you know though that they're inactive is what I'm asking though. Like it, it, it's cause I mean, I don't have time that this is something that I want to, I, I can't go clicking it. I got too much. I can't do that. Nor would I want to. I think that I, I, I don't, but my thing is, here's the thing with that too. Even if you say that, that, that was causing a, a small part of the problem. There's a bigger problem going on because if if I'm having that problem, then everyone would be having that problem. Yes. And it's, yes. you know, like the girl, you know, Megan, the the on here who has 60 followers responding to a tweet yesterday and getting double the impressions of my original tweet. 
Yep. That that to me, I just right there, and I've known this forever, and I've posted thing, but I go, it is not any more right in our face than that right there. That one of my followers with sixty followers responds to one of my my tweets with forty five hundred impressions or whatever it was, and she gets almost nine thousand off of it right away. I just go, this is this is bad with yep. it, and it, you know. So I don't know. It's I yeah, Elon man. and them. Elon's not never not shy to to you know. To respond, he responds typically to people that have big followings almost every time I've noticed. And yet he hasn't responded once. And you would think even, you know, say I was just completely wrong, which I could say, I could say hundred percent I'm not, but just say I was, or he wanted to try to burn me to make embarrass me. Why wouldn't he do that publicly with that? If I'm constantly, I'm not, and I'm not like insulting him or anything, but I'm constantly reminded like something's wrong with my account. You guys have closed. It, we're going on like six, seven hundred cases. I've closed, and now I'll open a case and they close it instantly. So I'm like, it, it's, you know, and I can't keep paying the attorney just to, to to do the work that I'm doing in opening a case, and they lie to my attorney or like fix it for 24 hours and go back and and do that because that, that's just going to burn more cash. So I don't know. Yeah, and there there's definitely um, suppression. You know, not not just you there's a lot of a lot of accounts that are are facing this and i think eventually you know the the social media companies are going to have to uh you know face that and like you you know you said that no one should be facing the kind of problems that, that you're facing and that's true you know it's it's wrong it's bad business and it's corrupted it's, the, the technology is corrupted there should be user agreements of shadow ban and suppressing technology in my opinion that technology was only created and in, in, in rooted in corruption to begin with from the prior regime of all the all the social media companies who, by the way, they all lied for years that it even existed. We now know it does exist. We all they've admitted it. So they've already come, admitted to lying for years to all of us on it. The technology still exists. Elon saying there's still a purpose for it. There's not a purpose for it, in my opinion, with it. Why either you're in the rules within the rules or you're not with it. And then you also, if you're going to be suppressed with it, you should know exactly if they, if Elon and all these other people were truly interested in bettering the platforms, they would tell you exactly why you were being suppressed so that you could learn, okay, I can't say this or I can say that. And then it will improve the behavior over time through conditioning if you are going to keep, but I think you shouldn't keep it at all because you then that technology exists and then they could interfere in elections. You can, even if you downgrade somebody 10%, that's a big amount. Even if you just slightly de-boost them on that, which they all and they've admitted they have these these this technology and they're able to do. You can you can hurt, you know, you should be getting a hundred million views and you're getting 50 million views. How would you ever know? But they could go, we're gonna do a we'll do a 25% or a 50% or a 10%. That's where I just think there should be user agreements and rules and regulations on this that these social media companies should not be allowed. This technology should not be on the platform. And, and we should have user agreements on this to protect us in the court of law on this. And I've dealt with it for over seven years and it's wrong and it, it's, it's hurting. And it's it, every year that goes by, it hurts more and more and more. And even if I get back on TV and get everything rocking and rolling, even if they are still doing what they're doing, my numbers might be able to get boosted up a bit from being back on TV, but I'm not going to have nowhere near the reach that I should have still based on. And what, so that's where it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't sit well with me, man. And it, I don't know. I'm, I'm right there with you and, uh, you know, someone who deals with it every day, 
um, you know, I, I hope that they, they find a solution and appreciate <clears throat> you fighting for the solution. And, you know, if you get in on anything and need any help, please let me know. I'd be happy to join anything that you have going on to fight this issue. No, thank you, Chase. I think too that for the the main thing is I, I I don't know if Elon or that Linda they have something where no none of these people can see my tweets. I don't know. So I think the only thing is is when I post it, people can like and reshare. Is the only thing, and I don't know I don't know what else to do other than publicly. I don't want to talk about it all the time because I understand it does frustrate people. But I'm like I'm the one living this and having to deal with this. You know. There's a big difference from making the money I know I that I was making and should be making every month on my platforms and then having that taken away in 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 like in a perception standpoint. And you know, I don't know. We just I something has to be done and I'm not gonna let it go. And I'm hopefully can get on some bigger shows and platforms and talk about this. And people are clearly aware that it's going on and and whatnot. So I appreciate the support though. Well, that, that's all I have. And then just for all the people that are, you know, bad-mouthing you and talking bad about you, um, you give, you've given them the opportunity to come on here and plead their case and talk to you about the issues. And in my mind, people that will go and, and have a 15, 20-minute or an hour conversation about you and then not come on a platform, to me, that's someone who's a coward. And I think that, uh, you know, they should step up and come come talk to you face to face. I agree. And I've even said I will go on their shows with it. Yep. I think, you know, they oh we're not going to go on your show. I'll come on your show. And, you know, I told that to the Jim Cornette is, is the recent one. And he said a lot of things over the years. I could tell. And I look. Jim Cornette, I've met Jim Cornette. At, he at WrestleCade in 2016. It was me versus Broken Matt Hardy in the main event. I was, I was when I just started doing the independence after I left WWE and my contract had ended. And uh, Jim saw me. He, he came on over to me and was one of the very, very kind and very nice and said, hello, it's very nice to meet you. And then all after that, and then it was just like, see all these things that he says and does all these things. It's like, look, I'm not going to come in there and yell at you. Let's go. Let's talk wrestling. If you guys have any questions and we can bring up the things if they want. We could do it on whatever they want to talk about. I'm giving them all the power in the world on this. And let's just have a conversation because I know the facts and I know the truth on everything. But, you know, th their style and the format of, and a lot of these other people, all they're doing is they don't care about anyone, even if they've been in the business or not. They just go, oh, Ryback gets us a lot of views and a lot of clicks. We're going to just let's just go off dirt sheet stuff and we won't really dive into anything. We'll just name call it insult. And you Louisville cocksucking rainbow wearing faggot motherfucking asscaping. Kentucky fried eating piece of shit, motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. Pig back, motherfucking fat back, fucking blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, we get it. We know you can do that promo and, and regurgitate that a million different ways. Let's just actually have a conversation for all the listeners. I'm not going to, I don't, I won't insult you. You want to insult me, you do whatever you want. I can come on there and keep my cool and I can answer any questions, anything that you want to talk about. All the powers in their hands. What will happen most likely is most of these people won't accept though, because they know they're going to be exposed to their followers with the truth on it. So, but I appreciate the support on it because it's brother, I've been putting up with it for a while. And I'm like, I'm coming back. And the best way I go, the Booker T thing just lit a fire. I go, no more. Well, I've I, it hit my boiling point. We're done. And I can, I can talk and I go, I know the truth on everything. Let's rock and roll. That's, that's right. Um, well, I'm not going to take up any more of the show, any more of your time. I appreciate the, 
you know, being able to come on and share a few things with you. And uh, I'll, I'll keep listening. Thank you very much, Chance. And you have a great day, brother. Thank you for coming on. You too. Take care. Good deal. Yeah, that was pretty. That was a pretty decent Jim Cornette. I feel like. I feel like I. I, I think I have. I think I do a pretty solid Jim Cornette in, in impression there. Thank you very much. Also, I had a great time on the Stevie Ray podcast. Uh, somebody, somebody goes. There's rumors going around that Bill Goldberg might be coming to AEW, and Tony Khan seems like he's keeping it uh, to his chest. What's your take on that? I, I don't know. I haven't seen anything on that. That wouldn't shock me one bit uh, with anything, though. You know, and, you know. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens with all of that. You know, I put out the challenge to Bill. You know, they they very well may already have a contract in place for Bill to come in and wrestle somebody there, and it's completely understandable uh, with everything. You know, Tony and them. They, I I don't have any relationship with them yet with anything, and we've had no conversations about anything. I've been very transparent. Get cleared this summer and then, and then move forward with everything with that. But, you know, they, they've got, I'm, I'm very curious. I want to sit back because, you know, there's a lot going on right now and they have their hands full, obviously with, with CM Punk and in that situation. And, you know, he just came out, Punk just came out and again, the Adam Page stuff. And uh, we're, we're seeing some familiar comments from Punk once again uh, with everything with, with Hangman Adam Page, which I've never heard anybody have a bad thing. I've heard I've heard from people that, that he's a sweetheart and a great guy, loves pro wrestling. And um I I I I I can I just I've I've been in those shoes where uh it's just like, but you haven't heard me change my story once. I go, the truth always wins with everything. Uh, you know, punk's coming back, he's wrestling on collision. I think they saw the six-man tag with FTR uh and uh against Samoa Joe. And uh, who's who's the other the I what's the six man tag? I just off the top of my head because but I did see I saw the the deal for that. Uh, I'll go Jay White right and uh, the Bullet Club and Juice Robinson if I'm not mistaken right. And uh, you know Punk you know and he's he's come back he's been injured now twice there on his runs. You know if he's coming right out of the gates wrestling and, and collision I think the first episode of Collision. I, you know, I, and I'm rooting for them, by the way, with that, like, uh, it would be stupid not to, but I, I'm very curious. I think the first one, I want to see what that first rating is. I would imagine, you know, the big thing is going to be, what are the ratings after the debut episode? But I'm, I'm also though highly interested in what that debut episode comes in on a Saturday night. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, will it come in at a 1.5 or, or will it come in at, a, at, at you know, uh, 800,000? Will it, will it, will it be like a dynamite number? In that eight nine hundred thousand million range, I don't know. Will they will they surprise everybody and, and, and pop two million out of Saturday night? I don't know, but I want to see what it goes from that first week to the second to the third to the fourth, and I want to see what the storylines are going to be. You know, um, and, and is Punk? You know, there's a lot that can happen between now and All In, in at the end of August with it. And if Punk goes down again with something, and, and this isn't. I don't wish harm in anything that's happened. I mean, I'll say this publicly. I would love to sit down and have a conversation with Punk, whether publicly or private, with it, with everything. Okay, because too much time has gone by, and it's you know. But with that that being said, if that happens, you know that that's going to really, really throw a wrench in a lot of things. Also, I'm very curious to see is, is all elite wrestling. 
here's my my theory on this. You need big time angles. You need to take real life controversies and fuse this into the program. If there are issues with with, with the elite and punk, you have to be professional enough. You have to. For the sake of beating WWE and improving pro wrestling and giving people something to sink their teeth into, if I'm if I'm involved in the creative at all over there, I'm doing everything in my power. You guys, we all have to find a common goal, and we need to, we want to beat WWE in the ratings routinely every week. We have the pieces to do so if we really start doing this and handling business the right way. I'm building a four-on-four matchup for All In, the Elite versus Team Punk with it, with with Omega and the Bucks and Punk and, and FTR, with each guy getting a mystery partner at All In that we don't will not find out until the end of the show on that match. That's the buildup right there to All In, and you're gonna. I'm telling you that instantly is gonna get people talking. What the hell is gonna happen with that? And that's just off the top of my head with the stuff, but take that real issue and then, and then figure out an end goal. What's the end goal going to be of this program? Figure that, is it going to be a year from now? Let's go all in on a year from all in all the way back to the other all in. And then during that course of the year, you could be thinking about the next year with what are we really going to really sink our teeth into for the next year? What, what's going to be the, the conclusion of this? And then you fill in the gaps to get to that conclusion, but everybody's on the same page and you go, guys, we're going to do really good business in this next year. We're going to go, we're going to, we can, this is a storyline. We're not going to keep it dragging on like the NWO or anything like that. It's going to be unique to what's going on in our, our organization. And this is the goal. We're all, everyone's going to make more money, but this is what, what, what we're working towards here. You, it is a team environment in that sense, as much as it's a me, me, me thing at times, it, it's really, it's really, a, it's a team with it. And you got to have the players and everybody and, and things are going to, you got to be able to, to run with things that are hot and some things are going to cool off and there's going to be adjustments that need to be made, but you got to know the end division. And that's how you're going to beat the WWE. Because I'm telling you, Vince is really good at that with the big storyline. And if you could do that with others and have the lower card storylines and the mid card storylines, even where people of all different of, of that love all the different styles of pro wrestling and have different favorites. If everybody has a reason to tune in because they know that who they like is involved in something, you're going to get an increase in the ratings along with, hu- with hustling and getting your talent to hustle on social media. I promise you. But if I'm in that company, I'm building for a four on four matchup at, at all in with two mystery opponents on each side that we're not going to find out until all in. Now I'm going to buy that pay-per-view to see who the fuck is going to team with punk, right? Who's going to team with the elite with that. And you got to be professional enough. I could tell you all day long, despite anything Punk ever said with all that, I could still go out there and be professional in any way, shape, or form. And that's the mindset you have to have with this if you're going to go ahead and beat this other company that, that's been number one forever with it. But I don't, I don't, you know, but if it comes in and they ignore the storyline, they put them on separate shows, you're missing a massive opportunity that is a layup for, for beating the WWE or at least closing that gap as much as possible. And that, and that, this is, man, I'm, I'm like, I'm screaming guys. Like, I hope to God that that is what is, is going on behind the scenes. And I'll tell you, they got Pat Buck there. Pat was with me. We were best friends for many years. Pat is a very smart guy. I will never not give him credit for wrestling. And and he's there like, Jesus Christ, take advantage of the opportunity that you guys have with this. You have to, you have to do this with it. So and what, what's going to happen is when people see, holy shit, they're doing cool storylines. Guys that are in WWE are going to want to go over there and be a part of that with it. So Because the, the better they get, they they start beating WWE in the ratings, they're going to take more big-name talent. 
because you, I want to be on the biggest platform. I want to be seen by as many people as possible with it. Everybody does if you're doing that. So that's my, that's my opinion on the matter. I haven't been in the business a hundred years, like Booker said, but 19 and I, I know a thing or two. Hello, hello, welcome. Let's go ahead and take a caller here. A guest from, uh, we'll go Joshua here on, uh, where Joshua, Joshua dropped. Oh, Josh is right there. Let me add Josh to the show here. I'm going to go, Josh, give me one second there. I'm actually going to remove Twitch. Twitch will not uh, allow me, the guys, people spam the chat in Twitch and I can't kick them out individually. So we're going to go ahead and just take Twitch off of the, uh, off the YouTube show. There we go. All right. How's it going, buddy? What's going on? Oh, not much, man. What's going on with you? Ah, just hanging and banging, brother. Doing, uh, getting ready. Got some rehab after the show. Got to do a little wet cupping rehab and then big workout. Got to do a feeding time video. I've got to do a chug challenge at seven. I, I, I this is a morning to night day for the big guy. Oh heck yeah, man! I feel that. I, in about an hour, I got to be at work. Well, I appreciate you making time and listening to the Ryback show. Oh no problem, man. I, I was a big fan back when you were wrestling. Uh, I'm all for the Goldberg match, man. I, I'm really hoping it comes around and happens. We'll have to wait and see. We'll we'll have to wait and see. It's. Uh, I don't know what the future holds. All I know is I, I just simply, you know, whether he accepts or doesn't accept, ignores it, whatever. It, I just, I wanted it from day one in WWE. I put it out there, and uh, it, it's not going to stop anything that I got going on. But I wanted to put my name in the hat, and, and we'll see what happens. Right, right. Well, look, I, I just want to let you know I was a big fan. Just wanted to jump in on the show and say, hey, uh, I bought some of your supplements and a few other things about – two or three hours ago. So I'm really hoping they work so I can shed some of this extra weight and get it going. Well, thank you very much. And, and a big part, man, too, of, of supplements, supplements work when you work. And I think it too, a big thing, part of that is, is making a decision to live a more active lifestyle and, and, and making positive changes in your life and, and using the supplements to enhance those decisions and that mindset. And you're going to get, you will get great results if you do that. Right. And that and that's part of and you're not gonna have they don't have any harmful ingredients, nothing that's gonna hurt or hinder you. It will help your performance. And if you use them appropriately, and you know, it's like, man, but you gotta go, you gotta be consistent with it too, you know, and try to make good decisions more often than not and and learn from your mistakes. And it's a lifestyle change, you know, in a large part. So but I'm really hoping it'll go well with what I do for a living. I'm an industrial maintenance guy for a living, so a lot of heavy lifting, a lot of activity moving around. So I'm just hoping it'll, it'll help me shed a few pounds. It will, brother. If you're being active and, you know, too, with that, you know, diet and, and what you're putting in your body is is the most important factor in all of that. If you don't have the time in the gym, but you're very active at your work, you know, you want to be making good diet decisions more often than not as well. And it, it's going to help further speed up that process. Right. But it, it's, I, I'm rooting for you. If you ever, ever have any specific questions on that end of things, you know, I don't know what your diet's like or anything. I would be happy to give you any insight I have on that. Uh, I'm down to about eighteen hundred calories a day is where I'm maxing out at. That's where I cut myself off. And with that, you know, you you could also how how what how tall are you and how much do you weigh? 
right now I'm above 11, and last time I was on the scale it said 340, and I'm not happy with that. No, and so, you know, with that 1,800 calories is not a lot of calories for a guy your size with it, and, but you, you may be needing to increase your calories a bit. I don't – what I would suggest is on uh, feedmemore.com on that homepage there, I have a BMR calculator. It's called a basal metabolic rate calculator. You plug in your information on that. That's going to spit out the amount of calories you would need to maintain your weight. And then you could adjust it. And if you want to lose weight or gain weight, it will give you the amount of calories. And it's very, very close usually to being pretty accurate on what you should be consuming a day. You know, you may, a lot of people too, they, they, under, they eat too few calories not enough calories and it's over time that can slow your metabolism down too, you know? So right. you, that's where a lot of people are, you know, you're just guessing. Cause I would go, well, where did you come up with that 1800, you know, calorie number at, and it, it all, you, you might be needing 24, 25 or 2700 in, in, in making, you know, a little bit better food decisions in those calories as well. And then over time, decreasing that as time goes on, but that that's something that I would do. So you at least have a starting point of knowing where you need to be at. Well, I appreciate that, man. And uh, if I ever end up with any questions, I'll try to get back on the show. That way I can ask. I really appreciate your time. You're welcome. Yeah, no, I, Josh, I would, I, I encourage that, man. Yeah. If you have questions after, I would be more than happy to, to, to offer any advice that I could, that could maybe help. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Big dude. All right. You have a good time at work and stay safe, Josh. All right. You too, man. Bye. Thank you very much, Josh. Great talking to you guys here. We're going to go DF Sports. I think this is a new one on here. DF, you there, DF Sports. What's up? Can you hear me? I can hear you. What's going on? Hey, so first of all, I'm sorry if there's a little bit of background noise and driving streets of Columbus, Ohio on my way to work. <laughs> no, uh, no worry. I can hear you pretty clear. Okay. I wanted to see if I could jump on. I got two quick questions for you. One's a wrestling question and the other is a fitness question. <clears throat> but with the wrestling side of things, I'm tw I just turned 21. Okay. So you were a big part of like me growing up into wrestling. And we've seen recently, especially on the WWE side, as far as the championship belt, everything is the same. Versus AEW, every belt is unique and different. It feels important. Um, when you were in the WWE, you know, the World Heavyweight title, the WWE title, everything felt special. So from your side of things, what do you feel about just the presentation of being a champion and what that kind of looks like, especially in the WWE compared to AEW. Because, like I said, WWE, it doesn't feel as important because everything looks the same, feels the same, unless you're Roman. Because Roman, you know, yeah. carry it for the rest of eternity. So that's question one. Well, so what I would say to you is, in, in being there, and, in, and I tell this to people, and you've grown, what has happened, what I believe in, in and again, you're going to have your views of what they are. But what I believe happens to a lot of people is, you know, when we watch wrestling, when we're kids, we're watching it through our child eyes. And, and, it, and we only have a certain understanding of, of certain things. And everything seems really special and, and, and really cool because we're kids. We, we really don't know the, the way that the world works yet. And 
and we're, we're, we're pretty innocent for the most part. And as we grow up, I think we start to see the world for, for how things are. And, and, and everyone kind of has a little different way that that goes. But I think that we think sometimes things are changing, but in reality, we're the ones that have changed and our perception has just changed. You know, whereas kids that are watching the product today probably view it very similar how you did in a similar way as you did when you were younger with it. And, and that's not to say that what you're saying is incorrect in any way, but I, I just think as it, the product and WWE is pretty good at, at, at this, they appeal to all ages and, but they really, really go hard towards, towards the youth with that in kids. And because that is where a, a large chunk of the money is and from coming with the parents wanting to make their kids happy. And I think that's a big difference between WWE and AEW. I think AEW, if you look at the fans in the crowd at an AEW show compared to the fans in a WWE show, it, it's drastically different with it. it. It really is. And I know it, where there's more adults in the AEW crowd and it, it, compared to the, to the WWE. I, I'm a fan of trying to appeal to all ages and having storylines and things that, that do appeal to all ages and having a good mix of things. Um, I've always felt, you know, the WWE championships while I was there, I remember people saying what you're saying right now during that time. And I, I, I remember people, you know, shitting on everything going on during that period. All wrestling has never been worse. Now the comments are, man, that was the golden era. That was, man, things were so much better during that. And I'm just like, I remember seeing people saying the complete opposite. And I think that's just a reflection of just how people, uh, the, the thing is time goes on and then the, the things change and, I don't know. I don't I don't know if that's entirely true from my perspective of being there. I think things are kind of the same as they've always been with it. And the championships, you know, they, they've recently changed them to where they look a similar way. You know, but you got to remember, too, championships, they do this every, you know, at certain points. They just shuffle things up. They mix them up. They come out with new belts. And they they do that because they make more money. They The, the sales on the other ones, you know, start flatlining. They've been out for four or five, six years. They reshuffle them. They come up with all new designs because why? Because all those new designs go into the, the stores. All people start buying them up. Kids start buying them up once again because they're the hot item again. So they that's it's a very smart business marketing strategy that they do on that end that AEW hasn't had to do yet because they're a new promotion. But I, I would imagine and I don't I don't I can't say for sure, but I would think from a business standpoint, there will come a point in time where they're going to, you know, and I don't know if it'll be every five years or 10 years or, you know, if not longer where they may, you know, come out with new belt designs at some point in time. But, you know, the, as far as the meaning, you know, the championship with Roman, I think has been, you know, we haven't had a reign like this in, in a very long time. It's it's actually very special with it, in my opinion. And, and when somebody does beat him, it's going to be, it's going to be enormous when that happens. But, you know, I, I do think that WWE has a history of sometimes, you know, depending on who's holding the championship, they, they've done this with the United States championship numerous times where whoever's holding it's putting, getting put on the pre-show. I do believe you need to keep your championships all, you know, held in a high regard and, and keep them booked in a quality way on the shows and, and not do that and put certain ones on the pre-show or leave certain ones off. I think you should make them all a priority with that. If that you're really trying to establish them as a whole, you know, like the 24 seven title was not, it was used how it was and it wasn't viewed in a favorable way. And it was because of how it was booked and handled and changing hands, every show and whatnot. So there's a lot that goes into it, but just like what I said, I do think we, we change from how we view the business as kids to then how we view it as adults. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't I don't know if you can hear me. You were breaking up for me in the last second there, a couple seconds there. Oh, I'm sorry. I can hear you now. Yeah. But, I just think it does change from our views from when we're kids to when we're adults. I think that plays a, a pretty big part in it. Hey, can you hear me now? I can, yes. Okay. Sorry. I don't know what happened. You were breaking up there for a second. Um, I wanted to, before I get on to my second question, and yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I wanted to tell you a real quick story. This will hopefully make you feel better. I was, uh, or feel good today, I should say. I was at a SmackDown in Toledo, Ohio. I don't know if you remember that arena at all, but that is like the smallest arena, I think, on earth. It's like super, super small, but I used to live up that way, and to get like WWE coming into town was such a big deal. And I will never forget, <clears throat> I was sitting in line. I don't know how old I was at the time, but I was sitting in line. I think you were the Intercontinental Champion at the time. And uh, you know, I was just looking around, just kind of soaking everything in. And I'll never forget, there was a group of guys, probably about four or five guys in front, just talking about the show and you know who they watched growing up and everything like that. And they were talking about um, kind of like the good old days thing, which a lot of wrestling fans, you know, talk like that of the people they watched growing up. But they didn't. They were talking about the good old days, but they they were saying about, yeah, I hope this guy could be, you know, get up there. And then I heard one of them go, "Oh shit, Ryback's here tonight!" And they all popped for that. I will never forget that. Like, they were not happy to really see anybody else necessarily. Yeah. And I'm not saying that to hate on anybody. But, like, I will never forget that pop that you got in line just when they realized that you were going to be there. Awesome. So, the, yeah, hopefully hopefully that makes you feel good. But Thank you very much. It's very cool to hear and, and, you know, little things like that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But my second question I wanted to ask, um, more of a fitness question. So I, in the last, I want to say year, year and a half, I went from like 330 pounds down to where I'm at now is at 215. Um, but in that time, I separated my right shoulder. Now, my question is, because I've been going to the gym every day. I've been, you know, I wasn't supposed to really start lifting heavy because this happened like last May. But I've been pushing it. You know, I'm competitive with myself. But my question to you, because I'm sure you've had, you know, a multitude of injuries. For me, like, every time when I'm doing, like, specific workouts and stuff, it hurts, like, really bad. And it's to the point sometimes where I don't want to overdo it. But at the same time, then I, I leave and I feel like I didn't do enough. And I'm not really quite sure like what the fine line is there because i've talked to other people and like my physical therapist was always telling me like hey use the stretchy bands and kind of make sure you're really you know loosening up before you go in and i do that and then it seems like i'm always leaving you know in some sort of pain and i wanted to know from you is there like anything specific that I can do to like avoid it as much as possible. Cause I know it's not avoidable. 
Well, it, no, it is. And here's what you're going to have to do. And I've learned this and, and I've, you know, I, I needed a right shoulder replacement. So I know I can tell you very, this is, I'm, I'm pretty actually knowledgeable on the shoulder now uh, through all of this and what I've had to do in my struggles because to, to get back from this to, to being, having a fully functional, stable shoulder. Um, one is, you know, the rehab program is something that is really, really key and important. Uh, one of the things that I learned that was giving me problems from the different rehab people that I was working with is the, and I learned this watching a different, I just kept, I just would go watch YouTube videos on rehab because I'm like, something's not right. I was still having issues with my stability and what we found, and I don't know if this applies to you, but the infraspinatus, and there's a couple different exercises we could do actually a few where we have to do that exercise first before we do a lot of other rotator cuff exercises that the other rotator cuff exercises won't address unless we strengthen our infraspinatus first with it. And what I'll, what I'll try to do is I could send you a link uh, onto a YouTube of these guys that are phenomenal on YouTube that actually show you how to do the exercises. Um, but you need, you, you need to really make sure that the, like with the rehab is done properly and what you need to do in that, or the things that are giving you trouble, is it specifically shoulder exercises or everything? Well, it just depends. Cause I, I'm the type of person that I can be doing like a leg day, but I'm still going to do some chest or some arms. Like I like to throw in a couple of different things. And for me, especially as weird as this might sound, maybe you can relate to it, but whenever I'm doing like the machine flies, that's like the, the best thing I I'm good at. Like I'm the strongest doing machine flies, but if I do it a certain way, cause you know how you can, adjust the seat and you can address like different parts yep. you know of your chest when you do it um if i go a little bit higher because i'm six two so if i go a little bit higher and i'm like pulling in down i can feel that shoulder on that ac joint once i hit a certain amount of weight like i could feel it kind of pop in a little bit yeah and so that's down. i'm telling you right now it's it so one it's a rehab issue. You need to strengthen the surrounding stabilizing muscles. Uh, and, and one of the things following your rehab program with that, but I would also, I would talk to them and I'll send you the link on, on Twitter here. You need to address the infraspinatus probably as well. Um, it, but so what's happening is, and I've had to do this, you don't, so what you want to do is you want to avoid that. So you don't, you can do that exercise at a lighter weight and you want to stay at a, at a weight that you could do comfortably and I would just tell you to focus on, on squeezing and controlling the movement and, and getting on that contraction and that stretch and um, with a comfortable weight. Do not, and this is where too many people, because what you're allowing to happen is you think you need to be lifting a certain amount of weight to, to stay at the level that you once were. That's not true. What you need to do is tone back. You need to give yourself, you, you, you keep re-injuring yourself is what's happening and you're not strengthening the muscle properly on the rehab to stabilize, to further increase that weight. And you're going through this endless cycle of just hurting yourself over and over and over and over again, and you're just spinning your wheels. So what you need to do though, is you need to address it from a rehab standpoint, and you really need to stick with the rehab and, and figure and make sure that everything is getting addressed because that AC joint shouldn't be popping if everything is, is supporting it properly. And then in that time, you need to keep, and I had to do this and I dropped a little bit of weight doing this the last few months and I'm now putting the weight and I'm telling you it comes back instantly with it. You you have to scale back a little bit 
and give yourself time. And you got to look at the big picture that like, look, I might have to train on the little bit on the lighter side for three or four months, but you actually can look even better if you do that and, and actually focus on great form and controlling and squeezing the muscle like a bodybuilder would. And you got to let the ego go because, and I've dealt with this. I'm telling you this personally, I've dealt with this. I sometimes think, oh, I got to be doing this amount of weight every single time for me to be exactly how I always was. That's not true with it because what's going to happen is you're setting yourself up for a bigger, bigger injury. And then it, and that, this is oftentimes what people, as they get older, they just keep burning the candle at both ends. They don't actually address the issue and, and scale back and fix the issue. And then eventually you burn out. And like, how many people do you see? Oh, I used to, I used to do this, but I, I you know, I didn't, I can't do it now. I can't even bench anymore. I can't do this. And because they haven't addressed the issues, they didn't do the rehab they were supposed to do. They kept trying to do the weight that they always did, but it's like, you got it. You got to let the ego go on in my experience and just tone back for a little bit. Still, if you can, you don't want to hurt yourself. So like if you're doing curls, stay at a weight. Don't keep trying to push the weight. Focus on the squeeze and the contraction and feeling the muscle work. And don't worry about how much weight you're actually lifting. I promise you, you're not going to get in worse shape if you do this. You're actually going to probably see better muscle definition. But what and that strength will be able to come back once that, that rehab and everything, those stabilizing muscles are effectively doing their job. You will then start to be able to increase the weight again and do so and feel good doing it and not be injured. Yeah. Does I that make sense? Yeah, that's my my biggest problem is, like I said, going from such a significant weight loss for me, my problem is I'm in my own head constantly. I'm constantly like, hey, motherfucker, you got to keep, like, you have to keep going. Like, you have to. And I just get too competitive with myself. So, I, yeah, I completely. I'm the same way, and I've learned the hard way. And it, it's, and I, I got to avoid my shoulder when I do things grinding until the stabilizing muscles and then like I used to not be able to do hardly any weight for years here. And I still went to the gym. I would do huge amounts of sets just to keep myself happy. And I had to lift very light weight to avoid the grinding. And as I've improved things and I've just kept working to improve and improve, I'm back to doing like the weight that I used to do on, on most things. And even then I still stay a little lighter and just focus on the squeeze and contraction. Cause it's like at, at some point in time, you got to realize as we into we get older, things change. You got to adjust. You're young still, but you don't want these injuries to, to, to hold on to them as you get older because they're going to get more and more pronounced as time goes on if you don't address them now with that. It, it, you're not, it, it, I'm telling you, it's really, it's seriously just an ego thing on it for the most part that I think if you can just go, I'm going to do three months of just doing this. My goal is to go in there and get an effective workout and not cause any stress on my body. You're, I'm telling you, I think you're going to be happy with it at the end. All right, cool, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Um, big fan. Like I said, I am on the younger side, yes, but being able to talk to you as somebody who was such a, such a big part of my uh, childhood is pretty sweet. That Hell in a Cell match, I'll, I'll shut up and let somebody else talk, but I just want to say real fast, that Hell in a Cell match you had with Punk in 20. Was it 12 or 13? Uh, but we did two years in a row, but 2012 was the first one. Okay. But, yeah. The one, the one where you got where Brad Maddox. 2012, yeah. Screwed you. Yep. Oh, my gosh, dude. As a kid, you can't even imagine how disappointed I was. I wanted you, I wanted you so bad to get that title. Uh, but, hey. Thank you very I, much. I, no, I, I've heard from, from kids before. 
but it, it was it was a good it was a lot of fun and yeah man it was uh it's cool i meet a lot of kids your age at the gym that that, that tell me the same thing and it, it's really cool to get to meet you guys and you know I, i'm very blessed that i got to play a, a really cool role for a period of time where i'm kind of connected to your guys's childhood like that because i remember the, the wrestlers that were connected to my childhood and i couldn't even imagine getting to talk to them and my like until I got into the business. So, and it was really cool when I got to, so I could, I can understand. And I appreciate you, you sharing that with me. Hey, have a good rest of your day, man. You too, brother. I'll, I'll post that link for the infraspinatus for you too. All right. Okay. All, all right. right. Thank you. Take care. Good deal. Thank you very much, buddy. Really cool to get to talk to you guys like this. I, I, I greatly enjoy this. Take a look here at some of your other questions, guys. And I appreciate you guys. If we do have any spammers in the in the chat on Ryback TV, um, if you guys report them, it will it will help because I when I do stuff for my channel and a lot of this I can't do while I'm doing the show and I can't get them after the show is over. And uh, nor do I want to even spend any time because it, it's just all distractions that aren't helping me get to my goals. If you guys have time to report them, though, it can uh, it can keep them out of the chat. Let's go, Tall Nick. I don't think uh, I've had Tall Nick on here before. Is Tall Nick a CM Punk fan? It appears he may be. This could be interesting. Nothing wrong with being a CM Punk fan. Tall Nick, you there? Nick, you there? Hey, Nick, are you there? I'm here. What's going on? How are you today? Doing good, mate. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Do you have any questions? Is it true? It's a big guy. It's all in. It's all elite. My bad thing. Is it, it wait, did you ask am I am I all elite? Yeah, all elite. All elite. I am I am I am nothing at this point in time. We, we will have to see what the future holds though. Any anything else? Thank you very much. You're welcome, buddy. You have a great day. Thank you for coming on. All right, Tall Nick there. Thank you for, for joining, Tall Nick. Tall Nick. Let's see here. <laughs> I, I, I I pop when I see the, the, the comment emojis that pop up on, on the spaces. I never even noticed that for the longest time. I noticed it the other day when people started hitting the the, the emojis reactions when different things that uh, I'm a big fan of that. So thank you guys. Let me see here. We'll go dread dreadhead. Bring back on dread dreadhead. What's going on? Hello. Hello. Oh, we just got to turn on the speaker. Right back. How you doing today, brother? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, my man. I was just curious if you happen to be around back in the days of WCW, 
would you have been team NWO or team WCW? Brother, well, I'll tell you this much, and it would I might have had difficulty answering that previously, but when I went to uh, Bio Accelerator that sent me and Kevin Nash down for the week, back in, for, I went there twice, but the t- first one in 2019, and uh, and I'd met Kevin before backstage at WWE TV briefly, and I grew up, I was a huge Kevin Nash, Diesel, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall fan, like they, those were my guys growing up. And I tell you, me and Kevin spent the whole week eating multiple times a day, hanging out at the stem cell facility. We're at the same hotel, walking around the mall. We, it was a beautiful place, Medellin, Colombia. And he did. we did my podcast, had some wine, bullshitted, did like a three or four hour podcast in my hotel room. I tell you, I, I, I would have been NWO for life, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. That's awesome. NWO Wolfpack? Oh, I would have been NWO, OG, NWO, hopefully in that that black and white, and I would have went with the red and black. I would have, I would have stabbed whoever I needed to stab in the back. I would have, I would have stuck with Kev. Man, that's awesome, bro. Yeah, Kev sounds like a great guy. I love listening to this podcast too. He seems like a real down to earth dude. Dude, he's one of the coolest guys in the world, and and man, I, I greatly appreciate him. And he actually just texted me the other day. He realized saw my dog passed away, and just sent a nice nice message over and. You know, we, we've talked multiple times since then, and, and man, he's one of my favorites, but he's a, a very, very, very intelligent guy. I tell you this, if I I would not be against, I should make, make give him a call. I would love for him to be my agent because <laughs> that guy knows how to negotiate contracts, and he is, I'm telling you, I always wondered, I go, because those guys are so revolutionary on what they did in the business and, and getting, you know, the money that they got and, and deserved every dollar, every penny. That that can we got I come from an era that got groomed and developmental that they tried to instill fear in all of us and, and use all these bullshit tactics. They WWE got away with with low contracts on guys for years that they since have and I think things have, have been elevated. But man, he he's such a smart, cool, down to earth guy, and he's funny as fuck. And it is one of my favorite people in the world, and like one of the genuinely one of the the guys that like you very rarely do you grow grow up and from guys that you loved on TV and watched and like you hear those horror stories like don't meet your heroes like man the complete exactly what you would hope for and more so uh, that's yeah. really good to hear that's cool man well that's awesome brother I won't keep you I'll let someone else talk I hope you have a great day right back man and I will talk to you again soon I'll be calling in tomorrow if you're out I appreciate it man you're more than welcome and great question thank you very much All right, brother. Have take a care day. Awesome, brother. Good deal. NWO for life. <laughs> I would have been. I would have been alongside with Big Papa Pump and Buff Bagwell for for a while too. We would have had a little run together. We'll get Lloyd. Lloyd on a faithful Ryback show listener. I didn't get you on yesterday, Lloyd. We'll get you on today. Hello, Lloyd. What's going on? How you doing, Mike? I'm doing I'm doing well, brother. I'm feeling great, getting better and better, and uh, I'm grateful. I told you, I live by the four H's. If as long as I've got the four H's, healthy, happy, horny, and hungry, the big guy, I'm I'm in the zone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if any one of those are infected, I, I'm I'm not in a good mood. So we're, we're everything is we're 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 all good. So happy for you that you're um, progressing. So it means a lot to me that you're getting your career, but because I miss you a lot in the ring. 
Thank you, brother. No, I appreciate all the love and support. I, I'm like I said, I've had to, to to work really hard to get myself to this position and, and get my health back. And we're at, we're at the the finish line, and and, and it's and, and we're running harder each day. So, um, I was going to ask you who 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 do you think is going to win money in the bank this year? Um, who do you think is the strong contender in that? Moment? Will you go ahead and uh, tell me everyone who's involved in it? Because I saw part of it. I don't know all the, all the participants. Uh, I did see the imaging for it, but I can't recall off the top of my head. I'm sure it's Damien Priest, uh, Santos Escobar, yep. LA Knight. Who else was I know Damien was in it. I'll tell you just from the, the – I know Damien, and I think Damien has really, really come into his own from the, the time he's debuted. And, and 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 being a part of Judgment Day, I think he's really his confidence has grown, and uh, everything from his look and, and the way he he presents himself. I thought, you know, he's had you know, the the match with, with Bad Bunny, the a, a, in Puerto Rico, I thought was really I think elevated him. It really really his the his value, and uh, I see I can I see some big things in his future for sure. Yeah, definitely. He's been what for what I've been reading the last couple of weeks. He's been getting a lot of credit backstage, and yep. obviously this this um, thing going on with Finn Balor. I think there's talking splitting up the Judgment Day, but I don't think I would split up the Judgment Day. There's too many too much chemistry there at the moment. There is, and I I see though everyone in Judgment Day has really come into their own from Rhea and Dominic. Everything that I mean, Dominic arguably has the most heat on on any pro wrestling show with everything, and and just they're all. I just I'm watching it. And it's grown and it's growing and growing. I ultimately can see, I won't be shocked. I think we're going to eventually see Damian Priest and Finn Balor. I think we're going to see that angle between those two at some point in time. And that, and we're going to see the elevation of Damian Priest in that process. That would be, if I'm watching from the outside and knowing WWE booking and knowing how things are going, that is the direction I, I foresee that going in the future at some point. Yeah, definitely. If you wanted to face Goldberg, who would you like to face? If if Goldberg's not available, who else would I like to face? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've talked about that. You know, I, I think, you know, with the timing, a big part of this is going to be me getting cleared in July and, and, and being able to – so the next four or five weeks are going to be really, really important. Um, and like I tell you, it, it's morning to night every day. And it's and right now it, it's sucking out all that scar tissue in my trap that's holding onto the scapula. You know, I would love – you know, and I'm not involved with any company, and but I'm not afraid to tell you. I would love to, to issue an open challenge to Wardlow at all, and if, if Goldberg doesn't accept, that's a guy that I I know that I know in my head what I know, and you know, I for for me coming back, I want to come back on the biggest stage, and I want all the pressure in the world. I think that's a guy. I I want I want you know the opponent to be somebody worthwhile with that, and he's the guy that I, I see worthwhile, and I you know I have a history with Arn Anderson as well. And Arn has been very favorable for me as well. And Arn knows me well enough and has spoken up on his podcast and, and said very kind, good things and spoken up for me over the years and kind of with some of that bullshit that's coming out. So, you know, that's something that's not entirely out of the equation. You know, it, it, can a deal get done, Ryback versus Wardlow at all in? I don't know. But if it, if I had any say over it, I would, if Goldberg wasn't available, you know, well, then it's like, let's do that. And that, that's a different, that's a little different matchup. In different story, but that's one that I have I have put a lot of thought to also. But get put the challenge to Goldberg. That's the focal focal focus right now. We'll see what Bill. 
I don't know what the situation with him is. I don't know. I've heard rumors that he's still con- contracted to WWE. I've heard rumors here. We even on here people saying, no, him and Tony have some sort of agreement. He's going there. They may be trying to do a Goldberg-Wardlow match it all in. I don't know. But I'll simply state, like, you know, if he wants some, come get some because the big guy's hungry and ready to fucking cook. And it's, it's you know, I need – I'm coming back to prove a point with everything and with that. And I, I've talked about how I think I could be very beneficial in, on a lot of different ends uh, with them. And, and my, the goal, I think it needs to be a team environment goal of we need to be have the highest ratings possible – I, I believe I truly have a very good understanding of this business and, you know, but somebody like that, man, Ricky Starks is another one I, I mentioned, but, but if you're telling me if, if one opponent, if I had to just pick one opponent and Goldberg's off the table, it's Wardlow 100%. Yeah, that would be an absolute uh, quality match. Yeah. And, 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 uh, I, I watched a clip the other day, I think, it was Ricky, I think you were doing the Billy gimmick at the time, you were backstage, I think it was Ricky Starks, did you put him through the table? That was, that was, that was a young Ricky Starks in, in um, Laredo, Texas. So there's... I, I, I couldn't remember if it was Ricky Starks or no, but... Well, that was prior, he, he wasn't Ricky Starks on that, but that, that, that was, that was a young, that was, he was, he was just in his, you know, he, he was brought in as an extra that day. He was, and he'd been wrestling on the independence and, you know, so there's definitely a story in place there, you know, with all of that. But and, and that and I think that is something in the future that I, I do foresee that at some point in time, you know, hopefully becoming a possibility as well. He's come on so much, Ricky Starks. I am I am beyond happy for him. I, I got to see him at WrestleCon. We got to have a nice conversation. I just told him how proud of him I am because, like, that's you know, I, I've met a lot of extras in my time in WWE. I got to work with a lot of extras, and I, I I will say thank you to the guys I got to wrestle all day long and all the guys that were a part of the segments I were in. I was in, they contributed greatly uh, to my success on that. And even if it might've seemed like a small thing at the time, you know, they were very professional and, and they all, they all, they all did their jobs uh, to perfection essentially with that. But I, I'm very happy for him just cause he, to see that there's a lot of bullshit in politics and things, and it's not easy to make it in pro wrestling. And he's not only made it, he is, he, he came in, he, he wasn't originally there in AEW when they started, you remember he came in, I think, for the Cody Rhodes, the, for the TNT Open Challenge. I think he was just an opponent for Cody. And if you look at where he started uh, with all of that and where he is now in his persona and his confidence, confidence is so key in pro wrestling. And that guy is beyond confident right now. And it, it's 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 playing in and fueling his success. And he's just going to keep getting better and better. He, he, in his promos, man, he can cut a hell of a promo. And... Uh, I, like I said, I just told him I'm beyond proud of him. Yeah, I watched his. I think I watched him a couple of months ago, and he had done a really good promo. Yeah, no, he's 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 doing it, man. He is he is he is becoming a bigger and bigger star by the week, and uh, and he, he was the same guy I met. And this, I, I try to take pride in this. People change, and there's always going to be little things we adjust and we evolve as we get older or have more experience. But he was the same guy that I met in the WWE. Out, you know, being the extra when, when when we got to see each other at WrestleCon, outside of probably just probably being more confident because he's he's now he's now killing it at a very high level. So, but he same guy like and that's that's so guys like that deserve all the success in the world, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. I hope you get the same. So this thing on Twitter fixed your suppressions. 
because the amount of followers you've got, um, you should be getting more impressions. No, thank you. It's it, it's frustrating, but I like I said, we just got to keep doing the work, have the positive interactions with the good people, and and I, I truly believe in time, everything will be made right, and a lot of people are going to be a lot more people will be aware of what was going on because I've been vocal about it. And hopefully I could play a part that in, in, in the future in, in hoping that we can get rules and regulations put in place for all these social media companies. You know, I, I could just tell you if, if it was going to happen to anybody, I, I'm glad it was me because somebody else might have killed themselves because I'm telling you this is bad. It is. And it, it's but I'm the I can handle anything, man. I've always been able to. And uh, and we're going to win. We're going to win the good fight on it. And it's but thank you to you guys for your support on it. And I'm not bullshitting. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's out in the open. Everyone can see that whether you want to believe WWE is involved or not, there's something going on at a very high level. And how I got dragged into all this, I, I have, I know, but it's, it's wild. So. Um, what, do you, what do you think your best um, shell shock was in your career? <clears throat> you know, well, I'll tell you the loudest reaction was when I shell shocked, uh, Cena, wasn't it when I when I turned on him and I gave him the meat hook and then I think I picked him up and shell shocked him, if I'm not mistaken. And that was the crowd. I thought, you know, turning heel that you know, they cheered me louder than I think they 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 they, they were. It was like a baby face reaction on it, which isn't you know we we then got them to start booing over time as that went on. But I just remember like thinking, Jesus, like they these people are with me, man, and and they wanted so. That was that was probably the one of the coolest ones, and that you know because John was the most over guy. So I just remember I was absolutely gutted in, uh, the night before. I think it was WrestleMania against uh, Mark Henry. Oh yeah, we yeah yeah, brother. I know. Trust me, I I, I hear it all the time. <laughs> I lived it. I lived it. I did it. It was. I had to fall on my face with him. It was. It, trust me, I understand. I I felt the life of the arena get sucked out of it when it happened. But as a professional, you go out there and you give it everything you got and you do what they ask you to do. I pleaded my case before that. I didn't think that that was necessarily the appropriate way to go about the business. I would have preferred just to have gotten beat straight up than, than fall on my face going for my finisher. But, you know, I got to shell shock him after. And then, you know, obviously the next night I was the number one contender, contender oddly enough, after being defeated the night prior. And, and it's, it is what it is. I just remember thinking the next night on, I was like, oh, can you believe it when you turned to you? Yeah, yeah. No, it was, I was more shocked that the people were still with me after seven straight losses on pay-per-view. But it, it's, you know, I think it's a testament to you guys and, and, the, and the work and that I was able to do that, that you guys believed in me and, and I'm forever thankful in it. And I'm trying to do everything I can to, you know, to get back and, and, and we can have some more great moments together. Oh, trust me, brother. Every match I have watched you, you have been absolutely unbelievable. You've gave a hundred percent. Thank you. It's, it's an absolute privilege talking talking to my absolute favorite wrestler of all time. Well, Lloyd, no, I greatly appreciate it, man, and and I'm always here for you to to hopefully answer and and talk when I can, and uh, I appreciate your support wholeheartedly. I, I, I just I, I never dreamed of um, talking to you. To, well, there'll be many more times, Lloyd, here at the Ryback Show. You guys are the ones that fuel this show. So you, you, you got questions. You can continue to come on and you ask good ones. So thank you. Uh, uh, 
fura kurvība, ka uz koņu ašķējājiem ordotē merchandise of your sanctity and matāt ordotē for the ordotē for me, but how many days does it take to come, if it's coming for America? What, I'm sorry, what was the question? How many days does it I don't know that there is because I, I believe everything has to go through customs coming from the United States over there. So a lot of that stuff will depend on on custom time. Most of the time, customs is, is pretty decent on the supplement or the merch. The merch does take longer because I have two fulfillment centers, even with the same website. We've got one fulfillment for the supplements and the merch is an entirely different fulfillment. And they all work together and everything is, is synced in with all of that. But the so if you order supplements in, in that they come in two different orders with it and you get two different tracking numbers and with that the merchandise though typically takes a little bit longer than the supplements go out right away the merchandise is made on demand so there's usually like a week period of, of where they get it and make the stuff and then ship it out so there's the supplements are always quicker than the merchandise but they always come in i promise and with all of it and it's very good quality yes um, my mum's been a really big fan of you lately. She's been watching um, right back TV with me and your podcast and that. Thank you. No, I, I appreciate her joining in and supporting as well. And tell her I said thank you and, and hello. Um, and same, the last question, um, it will be interesting to modernate on Collision to see how many viewers they do get. I'm not too sure how many. But what, what, how many do you think they'll get? The the ratings on Collision? Yeah. I don't know. I'm honestly, I'm in the dark like you guys. I don't, I'm really curious to see what a Saturday night wrestling show is going to do. Uh, I hope they get over a million viewers on the debut episode and, and, you know, with Punk coming back and they're building up that six-man tag and the return of Miro and, and um, Andrade, I, I think. We'll see. I, you know, if they get dynamite like numbers that, that seven, eight, nine hundred thousand, or if they hit that million mark, or if they come in and hit that 1.5, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see though what they get and then what they continue to get after. And, and I want, I, I do definitely want, I'm going to be keeping my eye on that for sure. So I hope they do close the gap on WWE because we need competition again. That's the problem with WWE. They've not had competition for years. Yeah. We need that gap to get a little closer for sure. And, Rampage is always going to be, have a difficult road to climb because being a pre-taped show with the spoilers coming out. So that one is really a very difficult one because no matter what things you do on that, it's not going to be live and people are going to read it first. And so you're going to lose a portion of the audience no matter what you're putting on that show. But now with Collision and essentially them having, you know, Raw and SmackDown with, with Dynamite and Collision, now, you know, we hopefully, I would like to see them, you know, start getting you know, into that 1.25 to 1.5 number more consistently, you know, that's going to take a lot of work to get to that. And then it's going to take a lot of work to, to get above that. I think it could be done. I really do with it, but I think it's going to, you know, like you talked about earlier with the storylines and it's going to take a team effort. It's going to take a very strong creative team. It's going to take people, you know, really, you know, consuming, living, breathing, sleeping and, and, and really, really, you know, having the same goal of wanting to put the best product possible. And, and, you know, even if you say, well, we're not competing with WWE, you want the ratings to be better than WWE with it. Everybody should, you want to be that if you're a team, you're a talent and you're a kind signed AEW con contract, contracted talent, 
You want to be beating WWE because if you're doing that, I promise you the money is going to go up and the fans are going to be happier. If the fans are happier and, the, and there's more ratings and the money's going up from a, from a wrestling standpoint, you're going to sell more merch. And the, those that do all their own things and have their own side hustles, they're going to make more money on that stuff. Everyone's going to win on it. So I'm, I'm rooting for the success of AEW like no other. And I have been from day one. Me as well. I thought it was really interesting. But, uh, I think you posted it the other day. Is Eric Bischoff, he thinks that AEW has reached a ceiling. I don't think they have. Yeah, no, and Eric, I, I listen to Eric on different times and see his different clips on social media. And Eric, man, I have I respect Eric, and, and he's he's been in the thick of things, man. He he's done it with that, and you know he's had he's had issues like everybody with with both companies at different times, and you know it, it is he's I will never sit there and say he doesn't know what he's talking about. He he's talking from experience on things. You know, I'm a little more optimistic, and obviously, I'm invested you know, being a professional wrestler and, and being able to hopefully come back and be a big part of things. Once again, I'm optimistic that they're open-minded and, and continue to learn and, 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 you know, learn from any mistakes that are made and just keep getting better and better. So, but like I said, it comes in from having a strong creative team and people in the organization that have a thorough understanding of what needs to be done. And he, like, it's, got, it's not going to be just one person. It's going to be a team effort. And that, that, that needs to be stated over and over. It's not no one person is going to fix the ratings problem anywhere. It's a team effort, and it always has been. You know, Austin, you need Austin needed opponents. And when he started running out of opponents, things things ran dry with it. So it, it's a team effort all the way. Yeah, I love the rivalry between The Rock and Austin. That was the best rivalry in the nineties. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Lloyd, though, we're going to go and get one more caller on before I have to wrap up today here with everything. But I always appreciate your time and your good questions. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank you for uh, talking to me again. It was an absolute privilege. And before I go, everybody in the chat, give it up for Ryback. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Always. You have a good one, Lloyd. You too, Ryback. Speak to you again. You got it, buddy. Take care. You too. Good deal. Thank you very much, Lloyd. Very, very good. Let's see here. We'll do one more caller before we wrap up today. I think we got a new one here. Mave, the real Mavio, Maveo, Mavio. Hey, Ryback. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Welcome to the Ryback Show. Hey, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Um, I just had a question. Uh, who would draw more, uh, you or a wet paper bag? <laughs> I don't I, I would I would have to go with the big guy on that one. All right, have a good day. Thank you, buddy. Mavio there. Mavio, everybody. He's gonna talk about this moment for the rest of his life, I promise you. And you were actually Mavio, I give you credit, you had the courage to come on, but you were very nice in doing so. So but you can go to your go to your Reddit chat room with the other guys and Oh, I, I got to ask Ryback this question with it. So we'll see, maybe. Oh, you keep supporting that wet paper bag, and we'll see how things go with that. I'll keep on doing my thing. But thank you for joining the, the Ryback show. I would, you know, I bet you if I came back wearing a wet paper bag, it, 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 it certainly wouldn't hurt things. Cody Rhodes wore a paper bag. Cody Rhodes did the paper bag gimmick for a while too. He did. He ended up doing pretty well for himself. Let's see here. We'll go one more caller since Mavio Mavio bowed out. 
really was hoping maybe it was going to have a good question. LFG Fit, what's going on, brother? Wait for the speaker to come on. Hey, how are you? I'm well. How are you doing today? I'm a lot fucking better right now because I'm on this call. That's awesome. Thank you so much for allowing me to come in. You're very welcome. I appreciate you being a part of the show. What's going on? What's your question? Dude, I just pulled into the gym. Not a whole lot going on. I just, just pulled into the gym parking lot. I was just waiting, expecting you for you to end the show, and I was going to go on in and put in some work, but... Um, I didn't really have a question, man. I just wanted to tell you, you know, just like several others, I am a long-time fan from Tough Enough to the Nexus to the actual from Skip Sheffield to the debut of Ryback. Um, I love what you've done. Thank uh, you. For the in your career, I, I'm 100% hopeful that you come back. And one of the things I wanted to touch on, one of the comments that you made that you were surprised the fans stayed with you after seven straight losses on pay-per-view. The reason that that happens is because of you possessing the qualities and the personalities to put over and sell whatever persona that you're doing. Yes, you're, you're one of the bigger guys. You're jacked up, what, what some people may call a meathead, but there's more to you than that, and real fans can see that. Just because you don't go out there and have a, a, a technical – two or three minute per hole technical chain wrestling match doesn't mean that we can't see your potential. Although, you know, we can only speak for ourselves and hope that we can reach the others and allow them to see that if what you said, you know, you have to have a good creative team. And then of course, you know, you have to do your work and play your part as well in order for it to be successful. And I think that you over the years have proven time and time again, that you're one of those guys that can do that. So I just wanted to say thank you for everything that you've done uh, for the business, and hopefully we do get to see you come back. And no matter what company or where you decide to go, if and when that time comes, as long as you are happy where you're at, that's really all that's going to matter. Because then as a fan, I know I'm going to get the absolute best that Ryback can fucking deliver, and I know you will. Well, thank you very much. That's very, very kind and very motivating to hear. And uh, I greatly appreciate it, and it's – you know, I try to tell people I, I meet good people in real life all the time. And that's why I know and I, you know, any of the hate or any of the negativity. Like, I know the truth and I know there's a lot of good people out there. And not that everyone has to support me or everything, but it's like, it's good to know that you guys exist. Because the, the last seven years, there's been a lot of, with the suppression and stuff, I see a lot of the hate. And I don't get to see a lot of the, the, the good stuff. I see some of it. I don't get to see all of it. And I've been disconnected with a, lot, a large part of my fan base specifically on Twitter and in a couple other platforms at times. So, man, it, I, I, I'm doing everything I can, and and, and I really believe it, everything's going to be all good here very soon. So thank you. Oh, no, thank you. You are more than welcome. And live, when we live in a, a time where we have the Internet and it essentially kind of kills kayfabe, there are too many trolls, honestly, in the Internet wrestling community especially that buy into the negative headlines of, want to be news reports and dirt sheets that are spreading the negativity. But what they're failing that I think they fail to understand is that as a fan, and we do have access to the internet and yes, spoilers and rumors leak. We will never know 
the 100% the true story from either side because you as a person and a professional wrestler, just like everyone else, you only can let us know what you choose to let us know. Yeah. And, of course, the companies, they're never going to tell you 100% the truth, especially if they're going to be shown in a negative light at all. Yep. So, I mean, I've been a professional wrestling fan since I was a very young kid. I'm 44 now, and I still tune in every time it's on TV. I go to a lot of events when I can. I mean, I, I do love it. But just I wish that, you know, people could understand, you know, there, there's always so much more going on that we, we're never going to truly know 100% of, and they need to give you and everyone else a chance who's being put in that negative light and perception and a chance and an open forum to to kind of to air out the dirty laundry, so to speak, I mean, yeah. and just, just let your voice be heard. And that's what, you know, too, though, I think it's really important everything now I've realized, and I've done, I haven't stopped. I've done this show and everything from day one, and there's been different versions. But I think the most important thing now, and like, I love this format of the show. Like, I'm excited every day to do this. I think it's more important than ever to have conversations and talk with people on here uh, of different opinions and different things. And, and, you know, whether we got Mateo coming in saying what he wants to say, or, or you guys just saying thank you or giving your insights, I think it's important for others to hear it. And, this stuff can be all time. I know the truth, like I said, of everything that's happened. A lot of you guys have seen the things in, in, that have happened. I'm not saying everyone's going to agree with everything 100% all the time. But I was like, the truth always wins if, as long as we don't give up. And I think we're on the right track with everything. And like, I really look forward. I really believe everything that we're doing and I, I put in place. And it's all going to be for, for the greater good. And it's all going to work out. And like the story... I think it's going to be a really, really cool, fascinating story and that hopefully all of us, we get to share this journey and this ride and, and, and have a have, have a lot of fun, man. And and hopefully, for like pro wrestling, hopefully we reach new heights with pro wrestling and we're all, like, I think we have a really good group of people in pro wrestling right now to do that from a creative aspect and a talent standpoint where we could be doing even much better business that has been done and uh, so that everybody wins. But I appreciate all the love and the support and, and you saying that, so. So thank you. You there, bud? We might have cut out. Sometimes we have a little bit of connection issues. LFG fit. Either way, though, buddy, thank you very much for the for the kind words. Uh, I don't know what happened on the connection issue. It could be the Wi-Fi, too, with people driving or if you're outside the gym. A lot of gyms knock you off the Wi-Fi, too, until you connect to theirs. You might have walked into the gym. But have a great workout, buddy, and thank you very much. We'll get you back on here again. Awesome. Thank you very, very much. And with that, guys, we'll go ahead. We're going we're gonna to wrap up today's show. I've got to get a lot done. i got to do a feeding time. I've got wet cupping. I've got to do a feeding time. I've got to do shoulder rehab. I've got to do a huge workout and conditioning. And then I've got to get ready tonight. I've got, we've got a, the League of Fire uh, with my Ryback hot sauce here. We got debuting. Um, it's already available for sale on LeagueOfFire.com. Guys, the Ryback Pepper Slam Chug Challenge. I'll be doing the, the Ryback Has Heat live on Ryback TV tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific with the UK Chili Queen. And where I'm going to be doing chugging the hot sauce, it's going to – I'm going to make sure I have to have some bread and bananas before I do that and a little bit of coconut oil to coat the stomach and uh, because it, it, it's going to be intense. But you can get your bottles, do the chugs online, post-tag me. And uh, we'll get this thing rocking and rolling. And, of course, Feed Me More Nutrition and all the Ryback merch, the Feed Me More shirts, Hungry shirts, everything. 
Ryback rules all that on feedmemore.com. All the discounts are in the description and will be in the comments as well here on the platforms, guys. Once again, thank you. Let's have a great weekend. We'll be back Monday for another Ryback show, guys. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit feedmemore.com.